I'm Paulette. And I'm Whitney. And we're sharing the stories of Black women. Beyond boundaries and borders. Through our journeys and triumphs. This world is ours. Hey, Whitney. Hi, Paulette. Howdy doody. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm good. I am good. Yeah. What you been up to? Girl, working. <laughs> working and living living and working uh i took a nap though this week and it was uh, top notch uh, woke nice. up unsure on where i was what time it was That's oh awesome. one of those ones That's elite, yeah. elite naps. yeah mm. how are you i'm really good yeah i'm actually yeah. good yeah yeah you look cute thanks you're welcome <laughs> You know, because I spoke last time about just feeling, you know, a little bit kind of not myself. Yeah. And I realized that I just need to put a little bit of time into myself, you know. And also I spoke to someone else and she's going through kind of similar thing to me in terms of like just being a single parent, adapting, having a lot on your plate, blah, 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 blah. But when I spoke to her, she just looked amazing. Like... Uh You know that that thought, like that idea that you don't have to look like what's going on in your life. <laughs> I do not look like what I've been through. Okay, <laughs> that yeah, <laughs> you just yeah. look so good. And even at the end of the conversation, I was like, "Oh, you look really good." Like she goes, "No, oh. I just do this. I just do that. I just do you know." And I thought, "Yeah, P, you can just take a couple minutes just to do this and do that and do that." So good for you. Thank you. <laughs> good for you. Speaking um, of, what's your girl? Yes, you can. And now for a Girl Yes You Can moment. So my Girl Yes You Can this month is actually from today. I got accepted onto this leadership course at work. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. And there might be a trip. There might be a bit of travel involved, which is exciting. Yeah, at the end of it. So let's see if if I finish it. It was a weird feeling because my job at work is kind of... I've been tasked to do this thing. I know it's like an institution-wide project. And I've done a similar thing before, and it was just a broadening of that remit. But I've changed department. So it means that the work just feels a little bit more overwhelming, a bit more lonely. And I don't feel as connected to the institution as I was before, which makes the job harder. But in the room today were all the people that I need to connect with. (laughs) And I was like, oh, thank you, God. (laughs) These are the people I need to talk to. And we're both, we're all in a learning space, which means I'm kind of their equal. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not me going to them and being like, oh, please help me. I need to do something. You know, it's like, oh, no, let's chat on a level. Like, this is what needs to be done, you know? Yeah. And um, I was the only black woman in the room, the only black person in the room. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously, as we know, in these institutions, that's not necessarily rare. But equally, it was another moment of like, no, P, like, I think just kind of like level up emotionally and like yeah. mentally to where you actually are professionally. And so, yeah, that was like a girl, if she can. Oh, kind of congratulations. Thank that's you. exciting. How about you? You are going to kill it, okay? I hope so. I do feel like I can in in this moment. So I will. Okay. That's where I'll speak from right now. (laughs) How about you? So mine is like recent too. Like last night, um, one of my friends, Ebony, created this space for like Black women leaders across the city to just come together and just share in one space. Mm -hmm. It was so beautiful. 
And so one nice. of the activities that we did, it was just affirming other people. And then this Ebony that came on. No, it's no. another Ebony. It's an Ebony who needs to come on. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm just talking to it. But uh, she's like a genuine soul who's great at connecting people. And it was just the energy in the room. And you, you could tell how many women needed that. Mm-hmm. And because they're all leaders in their organizations and in, in different spaces. And just that there's nothing like from a black woman. I just, mm-hmm. I just haven't found anything that gives me more joy. Like yeah. as far as like affirmations from someone. So this was just a beautiful space. And like, we looked each other dead in the eyes, like giving affirmations. And then after you gave the affirmation, you have to say, I said, Paulette, you are smart. You'd have to say, I am smart. And it was just Aww, beautiful. And so I special. personally love doing it for someone else. Like mm. I enjoy encouraging people and all that, but then watching them receive it mm. uh, and just girl, yes, you can't have spaces that you need. Like you can have the, cause I need those spaces. Yeah. Black women with shared experiences who have a shared mission and, and vision for themselves. Also getting to like share my vision and mission for myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. And having friends who create the space. Like, I was like, Ebony, girl, you killed that. Okay. Mm. Like, it Go, was Ebony. <laughs> I know, right? Go, Ebony. Ebony, yes, you can. <laughs> she's 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 a genius. She really That's is. Awesome. Let me introduce our guest today. Serene is one of my dearest friends. We've been friends since secondary school, which I guess for you guys is high school, Whitney. So the age of, what, 11? That's Uh, my middle school here, but yeah. Okay. And then, so we went to the same secondary school and then what we call college, which is where you're from between like 16 and 18. We've just been through life's ups and downs together and yeah, we're still here. (laughs) <laughs> Hello, hi, hi everyone. Hi, hi Whitney. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Aww. So we thought today would be a good opportunity, since Serena and I have known each other for so long, that we had an episode about back in the day, like more so around music and culture and stuff. But like today, I guess we're talking like that coming of age period between like when you're kind of moving from girl to teen and like what that was like and a chance for us to just reminisce and see Whitney what aligns with like your experiences and yeah Yeah. what was different. I think the reason that this is such an interesting conversation to me to have right now is because we're going into the holiday season and for some at least for me that means that I'm going home and I will uh, get to see family, friends, all that who have known me like through all the different phases of life. Like when I had big glasses, you know, like all those phases of life. <laughs> so I think it's always interesting when you go back and you're um you're different. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to to talk about that today. Find out about the real pool now. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me the scoop <laughs> because let me tell you, I'm prepared. I'm taking notes. I'm gonna bring it up you, again. I don't know if you're ready, you know. <laughs> I'm all ears. Let me just say that, okay? Whitney's seen it already. She she points out when I pop my hip in pictures. So, oh know, yeah, that was, there's, there's a for every picture. Like that was it. <laughs> so when you I think about like girlhood. What age comes to mind when you think about girlhood? Like just being a girl, a black girl. Y'all know that song, you're a black girl, you're black. Okay, that's 
No, no, I never swung you to okay. <laughs> You're black, girl. You're black, girl. Yeah. yeah. I'd say about 13. Mm-hmm. 13, 12, 13. Not 12, maybe 13, 14. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 13, We're 14. growing. No longer a child. You're coming into your own. You think you know everything. Yeah. I feel like 14 was the first rave that we went to at 14. Yes, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we started early, Whitney. (laughs) You know, I grew up in the country. We didn't have a rave. (laughs) (laughs) What was our first one? Was it Chimes? No. I feel like it was SW1. Yeah. Yeah. We were bad. Yeah. When you say a rave, like what all was happening here? Because when I think of a rave, I think of like wow, crazy drugs, drinking. No, no, no. Just like nightclub. Yeah, not like doof doof. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think of when I think of Yeah, no. So like I think it's like Caribbean culture as well. It's like raving is like clubbing, basically. Okay. Yeah, we were clubbing for I was about to go call y'all mamas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no it was drug free and pretty much drink free as well Serene doesn't drink so I don't drink yeah so. definitely we were too young to be there but okay still, yeah. I yeah, mean because like, I'm still young. tripping over the tube with the kids getting on the tube but I can't fathom that and you say that happens really young <laughs> so then you're like oh and we do this and I don't think that it probably happened in the states too I know that it does all the time New York I think New I feel York. like New York yeah. Or you like we talked about this Moesha, like when they had a the den, they could go somewhere. I just didn't where I grew up. I just didn't have anywhere to go like that. But mm. we would definitely hang out, you know, with each other. Yeah, we didn't really have the den either. I mean, it was the nightclub or the bus shower or the. Hold or on, the, wait. Let me be clear. More. Time out. I'm thinking this is a teen club. This club wasn't for you. You just oh, got no. it. No, no. We went out. We went out once, and my dad was there. Do you remember? <laughs> Carnival weekend, and my dad was there. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, oh, they had a cute little teen club to go no, to. No, a no, nice no. little over eighteen. Over eighteen. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to a teen club, but we were raving okay. from yeah, fourteen, okay. and then. But if there was one, would we want to? I go? don't think we want. We would have no, wanted to. That's go. not very cool. Okay. We what was go. kind of your personality as a as a girl? <sighs> the same as now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Consistent. Yeah, I I think quite the same. I was a bit cheeky. Thought I was funny. Apparently, I'm not. As I'm being told as the years go on. But you are funny. Thank you, Paulette. See, that's why you're funny and fun. Oh, you see, (laughs) that's sweet. We weren't as much as we were in places we wasn't meant to be. I think if our moms could see us. They would have been all right. They would have been happy with what we were doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think we weren't we, going on mad. No, we no, no. Yeah. No. I think we always had it installed in us that, you know, don't don't embarrass me. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, so as much as we went out and everything, we were quite well behaved. We just had fun. We just mm-hmm. wanted yeah. to just enjoy life. Yeah. And I think there was a phase of like pushing the boundaries a little bit, but like, yeah, like you say, we always knew the limits. Like, yeah. I ain't doing that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd get frowned at for a few of our decisions, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, not all the wi- always the wisest, wisest decisions. Whitney, do you know what Paulette made me do? Don't start. <laughs> we, in college, so we was what sixteen, come up seventeen. We had our mock exams for our A levels, and. <laughs> <Same. laughs> Paulette is shaking her head, y'all. Like no, like she's shaking her head. Like don't say it. She made us go and do our nails. 
and miss our exam. Serene. Serene. This is the thing. No, this is the thing, right? I didn't realise... Her nails are cute today too, so she takes nails seriously. Thank you. I don't normally... It's from last... You know when we spoke last time? I'm trying to to fix up. But yeah, so... It's not it's not so much that I made us miss our exam. I didn't realise that it actually was exam. You didn't realise either, Serene. Otherwise you wouldn't be <laughs> like, yeah, come on, let's go. And I think I think this is actually kind of reflective of my college experience. Well, mm-hmm. I really didn't understand, to be honest, what was going on. I remember right. us going to an open day for university or something for university. I didn't really understand it. I didn't understand. I didn't understand anything about applying for university. No, it wasn't explained to us. Like, here's a form. There you go. Yeah, it was really weird. Like when I think about it now. So I think that was just one of those elements of this is like, it was kind of like a midterm, wasn't it? Or something or like a mid thing. And like, this is going to count your grade. I didn't realise. And so neither did Serene and we both got kicked off of our course. (laughs) So just to clarify, like. We didn't want to do it anyway, did we? No, I was saying here we would call like, um. 11 12th grade so you're about like 16 to 18 that's high school but that's college for you and then the next process is university yeah Yeah. so there's a qualification in between I think where we we have GCSEs which you take when you're 16 then you take another qualification when you're 18 which is your A-levels or equivalent and then then you go to university with your A-level or equivalent grades Yeah, so at like 16 to 18, those years, at least for me here, I mean, I was driving my car, like, had some weight, you know, freedom. And you're right, there's some places that had my parents, like, know where I was going. But I was well-behaved, too, so, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure I was supposed to be there, you know? Mm -hmm. But I had a car, so I could go, and as long as I was back home at a certain time, but I'm I don't know. I, I do really feel like I was a good kid overall, especially just thinking like knowing what I could have been doing. Yeah, exactly. It's that kind you of. No, it's like it was measure, a little, like, isn't it? Right. It wasn't exactly what I was supposed to be doing, but I didn't bring harm to myself or others. Yeah, it could be worse. Could be worse. If you See, got caught, you could say, "Look, mom, but that person's doing this, and yeah, I'm not." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I we, we can't drive though. We we can't. Oh, what really? age is driving here? You like, can get your provisional at provisional. seventeen. Yeah, but you have to. Have, oh, you so have to like be you can get a permit here at fourteen. Oh wow! wow. And you can Could be accompanied by someone, but then at sixteen, you can be get your license. Wild. Yeah, be I hope they don't introduce that here. I, I, no, you don't want V to get okay. Cool. Yeah, V can wait. She she can wait. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I think that. Obviously, there's some places that have like massive public transportation systems. They don't have to do that. But like growing mm-hmm. up in Arkansas, like you needed to know how to drive, right? Um, right. If you wanted to be able to get around and and all that. But I got my first car at like 16, and I was driving since 14. Oh wow! So imagine you just out there. I can't imagine. I'm thinking of my 14 year old self driving about. Right. Right. I can't imagine. What type of leeway did you have at 14? I had to be home by 4.30. It took me an hour to get home. So that gave me like 10 minutes leeway. School finished at 3. You had to be home at 4.30 p.m.? 4.30 p.m. My mom threatened to come out of her house with her curlers on and lipstick around her lips to come and get me. Come out. Then how in the heck did you get to the club? Because <laughs> I was in Paulette. My mom was fine. Oh, oh so Paulette. 
Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, yeah. She's an angel. <laughs> still, my mom's still. She's an angel. <laughs> See, and baby Paula has you in the streets. Do you see? <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, one time we went to um, a party. It was a party. It was someone we knew had a party, but it was midweek. My mum would never have let me go. Paulette's mum wouldn't have let her go. So yeah. he was like, I know, let's say we're staying at each other's houses. <laughs> it's a scheme. Like, I really, I, I know. I'm glad, scheme. okay, I'm glad Serene's here because I always forget I've got a terrible memory and like Serene is basically my memory. But I would have told someone I, I've never done that before. <laughs> I would have I legit told someone I've never done that before. Me and my friends would always talk like before we got up there to our parents, like, okay, we're going to ask if we can stay at Shore House. Like, or you, we're going to stay at Shore House. So we could kind of plan it out. Then we figure out which pair we ask first. So then we could get a yes or try to get a yes. Or like, hey, they said they're about to go over here. Can I go with them? And then magically, Strategy. I also need to stay. <laughs> strategizing. I'm telling yeah. you, we've been strategizing since. We thought it was great. We planned it so well. Both our moms were fine with it. We had our clothes. We changed. We was at the party. And then someone let off CS gas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was the end of the party. Where do we go? <laughs> I don't even remember. Like, where did we go? I don't actually even remember. We sat at a bus stop for a long, <laughs> long, long time. <laughs> like a long time. We ended up back at my house because we wasn't far from my house. I do remember I wasn't really allowed to stay at anyone else's house. My mum was really funny about that. So like Serene's house was probably the only house I was allowed to stay at. But I didn't have, I'm trying to think, but I don't think I had another friend that I could just be like, oh, I'm staying at, you know, such and such house. My mum was really funny about that. How about you, so Rick? You, was you allowed to like, you have a group of friends that you could? House? Yeah. I mean, I have a whole lot of cousins. And so I think... Oh, yeah. Any other staying by someone's house I did was usually by my cousin's house. I had, I probably had more of my friends stay by my house, mm-hmm. like, than I did at theirs. I had a couple of friends, though. Like, I could definitely stay by their house because our, our folks were close. They trusted them, all that. We were, I, I would always have a friend come home with me from church or something like that, like, going to stay by the house or go over to their house, that kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like we had a lot of freedom um, in that sense. Like, probably when we finished school and then kind of got to the age of around 16 in college I think we did get a bit more freedom and my mum yeah my mum was a bit like it's fine like you know go out don't really right. have a strict curfew and stuff so that was that was a good time and then we but both been tell her I've been going out since I was about <laughs> I, I think she knew <laughs> and then we both but I jobs. wonder how much they really didn't know you know what I'm saying like now I'm curious on, like, if they knew more than we thought they knew. I think my mum thinks more happened than it actually did because oh. even up to recently, she said that she f- she thought I used to drink and that's why I don't drink anymore. Like, I had to really buy Oh, experience. she thinks, like, as you had so yeah. much to drink that you... Oh. That's so <laughs> I was like, no, I never drank. <laughs> no, auntie, she didn't. Ever. <laughs> Maybe like once, like maybe try it, but Serene was no, just like... No, because I, I drank as a child. It just, I just knew what it tasted like. I just had no thing for alcohol. And yeah. I must have all my friends, Paul is the only one that never tried to push me to drink or oh. keep tempting me or anything. But everybody's like, go on, just have mm. a sip. Go on, have yeah. a shot, have a glass. I just I don't you... need it. <laughs> <She's> like... <laughs> 
you're already hyped when we get to the club you're there she's like i'm, I'm naturally well, look, y'all, like when you were saying something about like peer how did y'all deal with peer pressure because i remember peer pressure but like mine is cursing I, I just don't curse like i naturally don't i don't know i just don't but my friends used to be like you said to me like i'll pay you if you say this like it's so childish <laughs> i mean like why is that so important to you like how did you become your own person is what i'm trying to say I think my mum's very much her own person. So, you know, you have someone who's like that who doesn't kind of follow anybody or conform or have to have anybody around them or anything. I've just literally been like that. And I think because Paula and I, they got similar mentalities, we didn't need to follow people too much. Paula would have little bouts where she might. <laughs> had my phases with me. <laughs> I'm just waiting for her. She'll be back. <laughs> Literally, yeah. But apart from that, I don't. We never really had to do things because other people are doing it. We just kind of would do what we're doing. Don't need to follow anybody. I don't think no one fascinated us that much that we felt mm-hmm. we had to be like them. So yeah, mm-hmm. and I still feel like that now. Like in terms of like what you just said, that no one really. I mean, Beyonce, okay, but like I'm not in awe of anyone to that extent that you know I feel like oh. Yeah. I'm jealous or I want to be like mm. that or I want to do you know mm. it was just like very much in our own lane and I do talk to Serene like sometimes about just feeling I felt very free like at that age I can't explain it I felt really confident and now looking back on it like we were some really confident young women in a sense mm. like in that respect especially thinking mm. about what some of the young people go through now yeah. I'm just like, like, why? You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. social media, etc. It's different, isn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I was about to say, I think social media plays a big part to it now. Like we was, we were conscious of stuff. You know, like things like rewearing outfits and things like that. You mm. know, everyone kind of thinks about issues like that. But if we were growing up now, I don't think we would have been as free as we were. Mm. But we used to think that like, just walk for the sake of walking and end up see what where we ended up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like just go for mad walks or remember we used to do our um our fast food tour. <laughs> do you want to talk about how that ended? <laughs> like, that maybe oh. wasn't the best decision. We used yeah. to go to all our friends that used to work in like fast food places or like was it always our friends? Not always. No, but they give was... us free food. It's we friends. get free food. <laughs> But then one of our friends got caught and then she got sacked from McDonald's. I still feel bad about that to this day, to be honest. I think she's done him a favour. She might have still been there. (laughs) (laughs) So what about you in terms of like freedom and stuff? Did you feel? I did. I feel like my parents trusted me a lot. I was a a good kid, though. And I, I feel like some of it was like pressures of being a good kid. Not necessarily from my parents, but from just outside pressures my daddy is a pastor and so it always felt like we were living our lives out loud like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so anything that were just there was just extra opinions yeah about you know our, our lives and all that stuff but my parents didn't necessarily I, I figured out once I got to college which I like university that age how naive I was and sheltered and didn't even know but I also grew up in a really small town yeah, so yeah. it wasn't that they didn't give me freedom we just it, we weren't exposed to some of the things that were out there so I get to college and I'm like wait what y'all do what <laughs> yeah y'all been doing this for how long 
like so green, so green. Yeah, but had no idea how green I was because I had freedom. I had That's freedom. so interesting. Yeah, I was so green. Oh my gosh, and I had no idea how naive I was because I did not feel sheltered. Yeah, I was so sheltered. Yeah. That is so. I think growing up in London is it's just unavoidable. Like, and especially during that time, there was just so much going on. Yeah, a lot. But yeah. what's the population of London? That's a good question, Whitney. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You don't even have to look. Hey, it up. Let, me just tell you, let me just tell you what I mean. What's the population by, like, of London? <laughs> right, but let me tell you what I mean by small town. The town that I grew up in until fourteen, it was eight hundred. As of two thousand and eighteen. The population of London was 8,961,989. Okay, family. Yeah, no. Like, my <laughs> town was 800 people. And then I moved to a town that I felt like was a city. That's when we went to the mall and all that. It was probably like 60,000. Wow. So that's what so I mean. Like, in comparison to 8 million. Also, right. that's quite a lot. I mean, I have freedom. I could go do whatever. It's just some of the stuff we it wasn't available to go do. So. Yeah. yeah. But we had fun. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know what you know, don't you? So however you're growing up, like that's what you know. And like that is your norm until you go into other spaces like you did at university and you're like, hey, wait a minute. And the same for me and Serene probably as well. It's like, yeah. Did you have that moment, Serene, where you were like out of our little bubble and then like exposed to other things? Yeah. My first time, I think it was at work. You know, you do like a work party or something. You go to like a little, my Saturday job. And like mm. the wet party, and you go in the toilet, and then they're doing cocaine on the side and all this. You know, you're like, mm. oh, okay, <laughs> I don't need to go to the toilet anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. I'll be, I'm gonna go back out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see anything, <laughs> but yeah, and they're not embarrassed by it, and that's mm. that. That's yeah. what I couldn't get. Why are you not embarrassed? Why are you doing this like it's? Why are you acting like this is regular? Yeah. yeah. But that really blew my mind. When I was started speaking to other people, you hang around other people and you realise what they get up to or were getting up to. You're like, oh, um, I don't do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. You know what was hard for me, though? It was the um body image. It wasn't because I felt, like, bad about my body, but my body was, like, developing. Like, y'all, I had legs, hips, and body. Adi, 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 adi. <laughs> <laughs> like the girl version of it you know but yeah. it became over sexualized in so many ways that yeah. I was like oh and it was nothing really y'all let me tell you nothing I could do about it but it wasn't because I disliked my body but I just didn't know what to do with it because yeah. it was like why are you talking about my butt or why are you talking like I mean like grown men to like guys my age yeah just trying to figure out what to do with it yeah my first realization about my body was I remember I went to the bank with my stepdad. Went back to this bank, came back to me. It's a nice summer's day. I wasn't wearing anything too revealing. And we came home and suddenly he was spitting nails. He was so upset. And my mom's like, What happened? All these men looking at her. They're just mm. staring at her. I was a completely oblivious to it. Of course, I'm just, yeah. you know, but that was my first kind of awareness of it. And then since that moment, it was like, oh, okay. You know, I became a bit more, you know, shouted with. I wasn't, even though I was yeah. confident in my body, I came a bit more, you know, I have to kind of think, let me cover up, let me put a cardigan in. Yes. It. I was like, why do mm-hmm. I have all these layers in these pictures? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, are you, what, are, what are you doing, honey? But then I guess soon you've got two daughters. 
and and two sons, but two young women that you're raising. So how do you kind of speak to them about that or yeah, mm. support them with that? First, you tell them that all the boys want to do is touch your bum and your tits, your breasts, <laughs> shall I say? Mm. <laughs> they want to touch your tits. That's what. <laughs> but it's just making sure you know that, especially when they're out, that they're wary of their surroundings that they dress I don't want them to dress and have to cover up but to be aware that if you wear certain things you're attracting certain attention that you might not want but I want them to feel comfortable in their skin which Mm -hmm. they seem to be this quite well my younger daughter she's going to be 17 on Saturday she bought this skirt this mini skirt from pretty little thing oh my I swear I could have put it on my wrist it was tiny <laughs> and I was like where's that going that's not a skirt <laughs> you, didn't me. You, didn't. you didn't say it was a belt you didn't you didn't say that <laughs> hey, mama, when you realized you were coming your mother she put it on and it covered her bum and she had shorts on underneath I was like just be quiet just be quiet just be quiet because well, I don't want her to feel you know gracious, um, they're so yeah, what does yeah. the conversation look like with your boys mm just he's 13 so you know they're at that age yeah much as I want to leave it to his dad to to deal with it but it's just letting him know that women's bodies are their bodies they're not there to be subjectified you know he has to kind of be respectful as much as he's curious Mm -hmm. but thank god he's mostly a nerd so we haven't got Listen, <laughs> just keep having the conversation. Hey, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I might Nerd think, oh, no, he's only caring. Too, okay. <laughs> that's true. That is true. So, yeah, it's um, it's difficult. It is difficult. Even in himself, what he wears, you know, shorts yeah. and stuff and, mm. you know, making sure he's they're sitting right. My girls, my I used to feel bad when I was little. You know, you're like, cross your legs, close your legs, close your legs, like yeah. on the train. It's like with V, yeah. yeah. And I think, oh. You don't want them to have to think about it. But, but the world yeah. we're living in, you know, it's just, oh. you can't take any chances. And that's how I grew up with two brothers. <laughs> two brothers. Yeah, neither of us have, like, older boy siblings. But I feel like okay. if we did, maybe our freedom would have been slightly more restricted. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I think, mean, even yeah. like, no, it would have, let me tell you, speaking from experience, it would have been, my brother yeah. is four years older than me. And I always like, even to this day, like I was still like, give one of his friends, like, I was, like, you know, I can't talk to you. My brother will kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like that used to be like a thing. Like, he was like, wait, I can't. And now four years difference is not a lot, like mm-hmm. at all. But then if he was still my older brother, like of if that's course. one of your friends, like that's not gonna fly. Or my mm-hmm. brother, I was in grad school, and my other brother be like, "That's what you wear. You, you going out? <laughs> you wearing it? I am. I'm wearing this." <laughs> and it was probably like the skirt your daughter was wearing on her wrist. But, <laughs> but I was so, like, "Yes, this is what I'm wearing." When you were younger, did you have any like your first sort of relationships and stuff like that? Like your first little boyfriend or like yeah, what was that like? Like when I was a kid, it wasn't like real life relationships, but there were boys that I liked and then mm. liked me. And we were, mm. I remember taking this boy uh, to my, cause I wanted to go to the movies with him. And my daddy was like, okay, uh, bring the, I'm like, why I gotta come by the house? Like, we're just going to the movies and we were going to see some movie, y'all. It was about horses. I'll never forget that. About horses? 
Yeah, I don't remember the details. Girl, I just like, okay. You might go into watch no movies. <laughs> no, we, we went to watch the movie and that was the last movie we went to see. Because I was like, I don't know about this. But I think that my parents were probably more open to it than I was. Because I was like, I don't want y'all all in my business. Like, I just want to do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I think I got a cell phone at like 14 or so too. But I still had, we still had a house phone. So I remember people calling my house, like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, the house phone. Paula, do you remember the house phone? <laughs> Serena and I both had our own line in our rooms. Oh, oh y'all were doing a dang thing. Do you hear me? It was cool until it wasn't cool when I yeah. had my little boyfriend and I was literally run up this bill. You know, like just no concept of how a phone works. So, oh, yeah. So I'm calling his mobile. But you know, back then, that was like. Did y'all, did, y'all, did y'all have like three after 9 p.m. in our weekends? Like not from your house phone. You had it like mobile to mobile, right? Yeah, Jimmy? but not yeah, yeah house phone. Yeah, house but phone not from yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that, and then and then the they tried to buy everyone out from everyone who had like that three after seven weekends. Oh, they were like, "Can we have it back, please?" Because <laughs> we don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um. So yeah, that was one experience of like, yeah. Oh wow, this is adulthood. <laughs> I have a yeah. big telephone bill. Listen, <laughs> you remember like me. Black Planet and like AOL and all that, and you're like on these. I guess what was our version of social media like during that time? Did y'all have Black Planet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. AOL chat. Like, am I tripping? Yeah. No. 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 We did. We okay. did have that. We did. What is it? So now that you talked about boys that we knew, like high school, their age. Do you still see them now? Yeah. Yes, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I still live in Tottenham. And like, okay. We still know the same people, kind of, don't we, Serene? Yeah, we do. What is that like? Do they expect you to be, like, the same as you were? How you like, is literally not who I am. Or have y'all kind of grown up together still? Stay connected? Yeah, I think it's more mature, isn't it? More mature. Um, It's not close or anything apart from one of my exes is my children's godfather wait say that again <laughs> my ex is my daughter's godfather y'all bitch welcome to mari no, wait 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 even i'm like Who's not godfather a... god brother sorry yeah no, I don't. This is still like no 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 my daughter's god his mom is her, god, <laughs> is her godmother yeah I liked his what? mom, so I kept her. So Serene's first daughter. Does this need the people need an explanation? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll make it clear because even Serene threw me off. Then Serene's first daughter, her godmother, is her ex boyfriend's mum. Oh, so how is he the godfather? Brother, no, sorry, brother, God yeah, God yeah. brother. Yeah, 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 my mistake. Serene, you are a bad <laughs> family chairman. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah but that is like that this was okay <laughs> but it's fine it seemed what okay I... at the time right ish I mean, no, no, but did it though I, mean? <laughs> I was allowed well, so that was like, to be okay. <laughs> but that makes me think about like i have a lot of older cousins and i used to see them like when i was about that 14 15 year old life and i used to be like man when i get to be their age i would be so cute and like wearing and doing all these things because they just like they were having the time of their lives and so my cousins were in their 20s during the 90s and so they just looked like they were just out there thriving they were cute they were color coordinated their outfits everything was 
And I just used to just sit there and be like, I'm going to go with them one day. <laughs> one day that's going to be us. That's that's what yeah, I used I to be. I feel saying. like maybe I was a bit like that with my older cousin, Claudette, and like her friend, her friend Stella. And I used to think, oh, man. Like they'd be going raving and like, yeah, they used to have their like matching outfits yeah. and like they used to spiral curl their hair. And I was like, oh, they're just so just like, cute. Just yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah, I think we did have some challenging times definitely during that time though. Cause like I said, it was a weird time socially. Like I think, would it be fair to say, Serena, like, there was a lot of violence. Yeah, yeah. That's when carnivals and stabbings at the carnivals and everything. Mm. Um the CS gas was, you know, the norm. It's a lot of, but we used to go out a lot still. Yeah. So we, but I feel like we we were very safe with how we went out. Mm. So and as soon as there was a sign of trouble, we left. That's it. We yeah. Stand by yeah. the exit. Just wait to leave. Yeah. But there yeah. was this tension yeah. and like a lot of like. Like, it's nowhere near the gang violence in America. Well, I mean, to the people that are affected. You're not going to just put us out there like that. (laughs) Do you know what I mean, though? It's kind of like, I I understand, like, the Crips and the Bloods. Like, it wasn't, I don't think it was that deep. But, like, to the people affected by loss. Yeah. Then we had, like. What did you say? Different areas. So, like, you know, like, I live in Tottenham. But then there were, like, people that lived in a neighbouring borough, Hackney. I see. And they would have, and there was like gun violence and everything during that time. So I just think it was, it was difficult navigating that as well. And just being aware of that and being aware of our surroundings. But yeah, we still had a lot of fun. It was fun though. We, it was, our teens were very enjoyable, I must say. And I don't think it would have been the same without Paula. I think. Oh, say to you three, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was good times. Good times. It It was fun. Serene, could you tell us what you love about being a Black woman? I love that I'm underestimated. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. I think they look, you're a Black woman, and that's it. They think there's no layers to you. There's no depth. Like, mm-hmm. And when they ask kids, oh, what do you do? And we tell them what you do, or kids you have, or what I do is volunteering, etc. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> So I like that. I like that I can fly under the radar, do yeah. what I need to do. Most thing I love about being a black woman is having growing these black children, Aww. like installing yeah. <laughs> our culture into them, yeah. um, seeing them grow and seeing them love their identity and love who they are as well. Like that's the yeah. most rewarding thing. That's, so yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And plus I hair, gosh, you know, when you go into work and you've got like 20 hairstyles in the last <laughs> six weeks. Minimum, at minimum 20. And you kill Honestly. every one of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can see them itching like, is that going a lot? Yes. Yes. Overnight. Is that your hair? Yes. I bought it. Yes. <laughs> and so it's mine. Thank you. I have the receipt. <laughs> And so on that note of like the multiple layers, what is something about you that like people might not know or we haven't discussed today that is like really important to you? Young people, education. Um, I've worked to young people in different areas, social work, um, probation, youth offending, and now at college. Um, just seeing the different lives they've had and things they go through and, you know, how they try and navigate it. I just feel they need more support 
yeah, that's my main thing. And you know, I love my Winnie the Pooh, hence why I call Paulette. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. But I have to say, you are incredible at the work that you do. Like, and Thank it is you. a consistent thing of like you supporting people who are like vulnerable or like even now you're in education and it's not like it's the students that need that additional help and like you're always I think you're a person who has like a high capacity for that sort of work (laughs) not everyone has that and I think that's such a gift so oh thank you thank you no no I do love it but yeah thank you Serene for joining thank you thank you it's been lovely to talk to you it's been fun memory lane our friendship I know thank you Serene This one too. This one's for you. <laughs> I mean me. <laughs> right. That's the that's the key here. This one's for me. This me, one's me, for me. me. Yeah. What is it, Paulette? What's for you? So what is for me? Um, I am feeding myself with positivity. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I started this, um, you know, I'm an audible girl. I'm not great with reading anymore, sadly. Hopefully one day I'll come back, but I won't beat myself up about that. Um, But I do love audible, particularly when I'm driving. So I downloaded this audio about, you know, just a positive mindset. And like, I don't know how I feel necessarily about, you know, like the law of attraction specifically anymore, like kind of mm-hmm. the secret and all that I feel like sometimes I listen to it now and I'm like it just doesn't hit the same <laughs> but like just generally positive thinking or changing your perspective on a situation so yeah right. that's what I'm kind of fueling myself with at the moment want to keep doing that Paulette, you just I'm so happy for you so proud of you. oh thank you Whitney I appreciate that I am, I am. <laughs> how about you I, girl let me tell you the truth Okay. Please. <laughs> I've been sleeping, getting rest. That's not nice. doing that for me. Uh, nice. Thanksgiving is up next. I'm going home to Arkansas. My mm-hmm. mama's, my daddy, everybody, my auntie, everybody's gonna cook beautiful food and I'm gonna eat it and I'm gonna enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm doing for me. I'm gonna eat the That's food, so enjoy nice. the food, take some naps, play some games, kiss some babies, and just Drank some drink, you know, just be yeah. calm, just enjoy like being at home, enjoy my family, and be very um relentless in the pursuit to just enjoy that moment. That's so like, nice. we're, we're playing a hayride. What's a hayride? Um, we're gonna have like a truck and a trailer on the back, and you put hay like horses on there, and you sit on the hay and you ride. <laughs> Oh, literally. I feel like I've seen this on TV, but I didn't know it had yes, a name. It does. Also, I didn't know I didn't know it was on purpose. I thought it was just that the hay was being transported <laughs> somewhere. And so and then you just have yeah, to Yeah, maybe it. that's how I started, but no, that we do <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> it's an intentional hay ride. Yeah, we take we take I, I love taking hay rides though. It's a very fall thing to do. Oh yeah, when I think about with the pumpkin spice and yeah, all that, it's, it's part right? of the mm-hmm, yeah flannel or a cute little flannel or something. <laughs> but I'm excited. That's what I'm doing. That's for so me. nice. Yeah. Oh, enjoy, Whitney. So calm. So calm. We hope everyone has a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday, and that mm-hmm. you get to feel love and appreciation, and enjoy some time with those that you want to be with. Thank you for listening to this World Is Ours podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at World Is Ours Podcast 
or go to thisworldisours.com.